Hello, strangers, and welcome to the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast of October 20th, 2014. I'm your guest host, Chiro Faenza, while Anea moves across the country. This week's podcast brings you the poetry of both September and October. First up, we have Used by Eric Otto, read by Anea Lay. Eric Otto is an associate professor of environmental humanities at Florida Gulf Coast University. His academic work includes the book Green Speculations, as well as a chapter in the recent collection Green Planets. His SF and F poetry appears in Mira Dance, Sci-Fi Quest, Starline, and Prune Juice. Visit him at ecauto.wordpress.com. After that, it's Sea Suite by Yoon Ha Lee, read by Chiro Faenza. Yoon Ha Lee's poetry has appeared in Mythic Delirium, Stone Telling, and other venues, and her short stories are collected in Conservation of Shadows. She lives in Louisiana with her family and has not yet been eaten by gators. Her website is yoonhalee.com. After that, it's The Demon Lover by Pamela Manasco, read by Emily Zhang. Pamela Manasco is a writer and editor based in Huntsville, Alabama. You can find her on Twitter at at Pamela Manasco. After that, it's Gorgon Girls by Saira Ali, read by Romy Stah. Saira Ali grew up in the deep south of the U.S. and is still not acclimated to New England winters. She is both an engineer and a poet and rejects false dichotomies in all forms. She has poetry in or forthcoming from Mythic Delirium and Stone Telling. You can find her on Twitter at at Kitabayat Press. After that, it's Plato's Orpheus by Catherine Butler, read by Anea Lay. Catherine Butler is the author of six children's or YA novels, including The Fetch of Marty Watt and Death of a Ghost. She is also Associate Professor of English at the University of the West of England and has written numerous critical books, including the Mythopoeic Award-winning Four British Fantasists and Reading History in Children's Books. She is the editor of Philip Pullman, A New Case Book, and Twisted Winter. After that, it's Even Robots Learn by Penny Sterling, read by Julia Rios. Penny Sterling lives amongst unused notebooks in Western Australia and remembers when her heart was stone. Her work has appeared in Aurealis, Goblin Fruit, Verse Kraken, and Andromeda Spaceways In-Flight Magazine. Her website is www.pennysterling.com. Lastly, it's Seeds, written and read by M. Sereno. M. Sereno is a queer Filipina who lives in Australia and dreams in the Philippines. She is a calligrapher and illustrator whose current projects merge Baibayin and inky reimaginings of her homeland stories. She lives with her partner and two ridiculous Pomeranians. Her website is likhain.net. A reminder that the 2014 fund drive is underway, so if you like what you hear today, you might head over to the website and show us some support or spread the word. Now, let's begin. Used by Eric Otto Me in a used body, me in a used metal body, a metal body I am, inside it I am it when I lift my arm. A used metal arm screams upward like the gleaming rockets, the people I thought I knew. Sea Sweet 
by Yunha Li. Sea sweet and sea barbed, nectar of oceans caught in your throat, I bit you down to bones, wrapped your wrists in chains of fervent foam, fed you morsel by untidy morsel to my uncrowned eyes. The Demon Lover by Pamela Manasco A bee once stung my mouth, you see. I learned to tread the water's edge, ream oranges, and sunny dawns drown honeycombs in pools of salt and lye. They'll say I never was a steady gal, but long before you came again, I started drawing maps, each route where X was the rag-tatted lace I would place near my carpenter's warm human heart. They'll say I was sea-drunk, skirts netting old cod. These bowed hips, they'll say, could do nothing but buy. Cheap as sand dollars, faithless as women can be, when the sea spit you back, I raced out of my carpenter's pine-hearted arms with a ring-finger tattooed salt-white. Six ships carried you on the salt, salt sea, and one moored on land to ferry me. Gold-heavy they bobbed, ruby-laden they swayed all your hulls to point east Friday morn. They've told it before, and they'll tell it again, how I loved you like stars on a scale. What they miss, so do I, my carpenter's lathe-riddled hands, birch-white band last I tucked in his pence empty seams. The truth of the matter is, I always knew you. Gravestone heels, flash of teeth, viper tongue, lie won't scratch. But bees return, too, and I knew how to do it. My hands were as clumsy as mice. They'll say hollow and mean it, but how could they see just how sweet I can spin? It was ten holes I made that day, him, you, and me. How those boughs tackled under like ice. We see land, but the orchid teeth sands not for us. Seven ships I sent skimming across the salt sea. Let your sins be kissed breathless by water. I win. Gorgon Girls by Syrah Ali You will not find us on the six o'clock news, two coal-stained lines artfully staining our cheeks. We do not stare doe-eyed from behind curtains of silken maize hair. No one makes movies of us. They call us Medusa's daughters, but she is merely the first and oldest of our hideous sorority, bastard children of our virgin mother, we who dared to say, my life is my own. There is nothing more monstrous in our gaze than a mirror. Look into these eyes and be paralyzed, not by our curse, but your self-same necrotizing corruption, knowledge of your complicity feeding us to the monsters at the gate, throwing us under the bus, then nailing our scarred visages to the lintel, a cautionary tale for the girls who got to be good.
Plato's Orpheus by Catherine Butler Have no regret. Before you turned, I'd fled, my back to yours along that path of bone and cinder and ignis fatuous, winked out of sight. Drawn in the draft of your desire, I'd followed dumb as sparks fly skyward, ignorant of night, till sense began to swarm in me, each step reared up mountainous, and limbs lagged with flesh felt sudden weight. A dreamer gasps from drowning, wakes to panic. So the unspooled hours wound tight again about my throat. My veins, embalmed in Lethe's water, seeped with blood. Eyes recongealed their jelly. Monstrous transformation. Thus I saw you pace before me, more shade than man, cradling that dearer than a child with which you'd plucked me, quickened, quivering, ever your reverberant second string. Even Robots Learn by Penny Sterling I am the prologue, a symptom. See? Aliens turn sympathetic when moonstruck. The villain is redeemed via softened heart or a flashback to before loss broke it. Grouches get coaxed into caring, then dating. Brutal monsters are people, too, if they love properly, since friendship is just a stopgap. The frigid bitch, proven flawed, is thawed. And, of course, even robots inevitably learn. What is this thing, as they are humanized? I thought my prologue was the confused teen, the years wasted waiting to catch up, pretending, wondering if she could ever become human, her heart a stone, unfeeling, uncaring, unflinching, despite her love for family, friends, and life just because she could not feel attraction. Thinking it past, now a numbered chapter, confident and comfortable, I introduced myself. No, not aromantic. No, just single, not single cell. They asked me what planet I was from, because all strangenesses are the same. The one where they have neither women nor men, but aliens who are both and neither? Because romance's opposite is sociopathy. When will the police catch you? Because I guess they never saw that interview. But you don't have a brilliant scientific mind? Because I was an inner conflict to resolve, they hit me with well-meaning, well-aimed insults, got under my skin with tropes and diagnoses, opened me up to see what scenes I was missing, what had gone wrong in mother's womb. I wasn't human. I wasn't human yet. But they could fix me, they'd conclude, the prologue I didn't know I still was. Even robots learn to be human. That's the story they like best. So they put metal in my head, filling all the holes they said they saw with wires clipped to neurons, receiving their scripts and programs from transmitting terminals, permitting manual override lest malfunction means I regress to that repressed, truncated state and choose to leave my soulmate. I was the prologue, a plight, see, the circuitry installed to allow humanity, requited love, the reward for surviving my story, and their happily ever after 
overriding me. Seeds by M. Sereno They hide the truth in seeds, you see, in the black jeweled eyes of the Atis, in the slippery throngs of Paquan, in bitter Lanzones watered by my tears when my mother told me of the tree growing in my belly, nourished on my death. Swallow a seed and it will sprout within you, becoming your veins, invading your bones. Those poets and conquerors knew this, knew the mouth is an altar. Centuries later their stories sink into our skin, coiling and uncoiling as we swallow fables, fleshy pulp of perfect red apples, a rosy roundness we are taught to dream, ruddy lips, fairest face, beauty enough to kill for. I did not eat fruit as a child. I ate summer, storm, the star-strung perfume of night, spitting out the seeds because I wanted to live. Then I grew. These days it's difficult to remember the crack of wood between my teeth. Their stories say all fruits are poisoned, and forests are lies. We repose in dark of skin and shadow. Oh, I have swallowed so much fruit my cheeks bulge with the fullness of it. Oh, my speech has gorged in this glut of strange language, so I can say snow, apple, pear, with glassy clarity, while my tongue twists on kamyas, manganghilaw, durian. I am afraid of forests. I do not know why the pineapple has a thousand eyes. I do not eat except when it is safe. They hide the truth in seeds, and princesses asleep in glass and sea and thorn cannot eat, only wait, while dark around them the night comes alive with a swang, the ones who eat. My mother warned me, see, see, eat too much truth to spite your hunger and that is what you become. This snake-haired woman shorn in half, Grinning as she stretches her long sucking tongues, lips red with blood of infants and innocent maidens. But, O oh, mother, O oh, fruit, to awaken into the pulse point of night and glory in all the sharpnesses of taste, to swallow all fruit and flesh and seed, to nourish forests in limbs deep as earth, to feast on storms, salty sweet and star-bursting, with stories unpeeled and still dripping with death and womb, to starve no longer. O oh, storytellers, O oh, fairest princesses, let me take this fruit that has killed you. It was never truly yours. Let me crack it open bare-handed and sink my teeth into it, drink deep. They hide the truth in seeds. Look how it runs down my fingers sweet and clear as death, bitter as history. Welcome back. I know the poetry editors always feel like they have more great submissions than they have room for, and these months were no different. I hope you find the double issue made up for our absence last month. As always, we'd love to hear your comments on these pieces on the website, either on the podcast's page or on those of the poems themselves. And one last note. 
Strange Horizons is an entirely volunteer organization supported by donations from our fans and community. If you would like to support us, check out the donate link on the website. That's all for this week. Until next time, stay strange. <laughs>